Sandy Care LLC Pauline Presents The Breakfast Club of Sand Care Podcast. Welcome to part two of the Breakfast Club of Sandy Care Podcast highlights and funny moments and outtakes. If you haven't yet, please check out part one. But let's not waste any more time. Our first segment we are highlighting comes from episode 69, where we return to the Sandy Care Poetry Lounge. You are listening to the Breakfast Club of Sandy Care Podcast. Welcome to our third installment of the Sandy Care Poetry Lounge. Look at this beautiful audience. Give yourself an applause. On our first Poetry Lounge, on episode 31, the Sandy Care Breakfast Club showcased their acrostic poems. On episode 40, they showcased their haiku poems. This episode, they are exercising their creative freedom creating their own poems from scratch. So, is everybody ready? All right. First coming to the stage, the smooth, sultry, poetic voice of Molly. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. This is my first poem, and it's called Pink. Pink my art to my heart. I love Pink the band with all my hands. I love your songs, makes me sing along to sing. I wear my bling when I'm dancing. Next up to the stage is Josh. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for coming. And now, my first poem of the day, my trip to the candy shop by me. One day, when I was walking down the street, I discovered a scent that just cannot be beat. Belonging to a candy store that I've never been found. So inside, I found a favorite candy by the pound. Chocolate candy, chocolate candy, one for you and one for me. Chocolate candy, chocolate candy. This candy is certainly the beat needs. And with that, that brings me to the end of my visit to the candy store. There's so many places to discover, however. Go on! Ah, uh, next. Keep it up for Heather. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, everybody. My poem is called Flowers. A flower goes in a mailbox. The flower goes in your socks. The flower is a fox. The fox turns into a box. The flower grows into into the socks. The box turns into the rose. The rose turns into a nose. The rose turns back into the rose. The box 
It's really a box. Ah. Next to the stairs, give it up for Azetica. Thank you, Karen. This is my first poem. My poem is about the sun and the moon. The sun is a beautiful and bright. It keeps me happy and wise. The sun is my ego. It makes me healthy and full of life and joy. The moon is beautiful and bright. Looking at the moon makes me relax. The moon and stars is so relaxing to look at. It fills my spirit with happy and cheerful. You are the light in my eyes. So gentle, so clear, and so beautiful. And that's why you're the moon in my heart. Next up to the stage, give it up for the smooth voice of Ashley. Thank you, Susanna. Thank you, everybody. This is my poem. It's called Me, Shelly, and Paula and My Family. Shelly, Paula, and me, we all live in one house, you see. We have providers, Danielle and Ashley E., Olivia, Jenna, Valerie, and Katie. And I love my family, Mom and Amanda, Nieces Mallory and Abby. I love them all. Thank you. Come up to the stage. Show your love for Cameron. Thank you. The name of my poem is Earth Day. My favorite poem is the Earth Day in April 2023 and cleaning the recycling and plastic bottles and planting flowers to grow bigger and see the butterflies farmers. Alma's Earth Day is a perfect day that I love you more than anything else in the world. Next up, the smoothest poetic voice of Susanna. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. My poem is called Sonic and Tails of Fox and Knuckles. Sonic can go fast and Tails can fly. With two tails like a helicopter propels in the sky. Sonic is a hedgehog and his color is blue. And he goes fast with his red and white shoes. Knuckles is a friend and his color is red. He's a kidna, and when he punches, he tears things to shreds. Coming up to the stage, give it up for Jennifer. Thank you. My poem is called Winston and Scarlet. My dog name is Winston, and my horse Scarlet is brown. Both of them walk and truck around and around. Winston is Leyland Terrier. If you did not know, he was also a champion at the dog show. <laughs> 
scoff it is a Morgan horse green. I love them both and that's all I need. Next is coming up to the stage is Brianna. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, everybody. My poem is called Puzzles the Cat. This is my cat, Puzzles. He's a boy. I love him on all levels. He is a tiny cat, brown and white. He loves to sleep all night. He's a cute cat that loves to play. He likes to play ball all day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming, everybody. Okay, now, my second poem of the day is One day, I was eating a big bowl of spaghetti, and it goes something like this One day, I was eating a big bowl of spaghetti, when suddenly, my brain started to explode like fireworks on the 4th of July. Then, I devoured out a milk jug of water and raced all over the world. I ran to Europe. I ran to Asia. Why, I even ran to Australia. I made world history as I raced all over the world. My mouth was steaming fire. My eyes are starting to turn red like a tomato into tears. My nose was smoking like dragon's nostrils. And my ears were steam coming out of a train. Then back home in America, I cooled off my food, doing the next right thing. But then I declared that spaghetti was really delicious. I must share this bad boy with all my friends. Come up to the stage. Get up for Heather. Thank you, Brianna. Thank you, everybody. This is my second poem. It is called The Car. The car has gone so far into the world of happy. So the car said, I'm happy. That's eat candy. The car said, The candy is scary. The flower said, the candy is fine and dandy. The car said, no, it's not fine and dandy. Yes, it is fine and dandy. The pink flower is so nice. The flower gave some good advice. Next up, Tuesdays. Give it up for Anthelica. Thank you, Karen. My poem is about unicorns. Unicorns are beautiful and nice. Their wings are colorful like the sky. Their horns are pointy and sharp like a knife. Their coat is soft like fluffy clouds. It's white like the snow falling from the sky. When their wings spread out, it's so nice to look at watching them flying from the air. My colorful unicorn, we love you all the way back from the moon and back. 
coming up to the stage to do her second poem. Give it up for Molly. Thank you again. This is my second poem. And it's called Mom and Dad. Mom and Dad were the best. You were at rest. From above with the doves of love. Swimming in a cove of rocks makes me smile after a while. With the sun and smile on my face. I'm never in this place. Coming up to the stage. Ramon. Working the Standy Care soundboard. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. This poem is called In My Mind. In my mind, blue sky is what I see. Flying in the air, drums, keyboards, and Akai MPCs. Synthesizers, microphones. You hear the sound checks, flying vinyls, CD players, and flying cassettes. Let's take a walk. In my mind, you will see a lot of things, like instruments walking around, instrument with strings, violins, clarinets, tubas, say hello, to the trumpets, pianos, French horns, and the cello. The guitars, electric, acoustic, and the bass. The smooth saxophone is my background music, as you hear it all over the place. So if you ever see me like I'm looking into space, I'm fine. I'm just hanging out in my musical sanctuary in my mind. Thank you. Thank you. Our last poem of the night, it's going to be from the administrator and proprietor of Sandy Care LLC. Give it up for Mrs. Gilbert. Thank you, Ashley, and thank you, everybody. The name of my poem is She Spoke to Me. And I held on to every word she said like a branch affixed to a tree. She spoke to me, and I felt her words echo through me, this grand, magnificent tree. Come here, little sapling, she beckoned to me. There is much for you to know and even more for you to see. Stand firm in your power, little sapling, she said to me. Grow your purpose and manifest no doubt. Keep in mind always beauty blossoms from inside out. The St. Care Breakfast Club will be back after a brief coffee break. From the producers of The Clapper. In a world in a house with roommates. Hey, check it out. We got a new microwave. What are we going to do with the old microwave? Toss it in the garbage.
What if I told you that in this world, that old microwave have feelings? <laughs> hey, that was fun. We gotta go back there. What the heck? Why is the old microwave sitting on the couch? Hmm, that's strange. I threw it in the garbage. Look, it's working, but it's not plugged in. Hurry and take it away from here and throw it in the dumpster. This is scaring me. This microwave won't accept the dumpster as its new home. Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say the snow the thing, sing it Santa for us. Me and Grandpa, we believe. What is that? Microwave. That was a good sleep. Wait, what's this in my bed? Microwave. Coming to theaters. This Halloween, PG-13. Hi, my name is Angelica, and this is another Halloween joke. Why did the Headless Horseman get a job? Why? He was trying to get ahead in life. <laughs> 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 Our next segment we are highlighting comes from episode 67 where we discuss our New Year's resolution. We are officially halfway through this year, so this is a perfect time for us to give this segment a listen and ask ourselves, are we keeping up with our New Year's resolution? The definition to resolution is a firm decision to do or not to do something. Everyone should have a resolution to do or be better than last year. So Sandy Care Breakfast Club, what are your New Year's resolutions? 
my New Year's resolutions is learn about new stuff, continue to exercise more, do 30 minutes on the treadmill, be a nicer person, and don't be grouchy, and don't swear so much. My New Year's resolution is to work on my anger and ignore things, practice more on being a safe driver, and learning how to pass. Be a better person, no more negative self-talk, work on being positive, no outrage when being a new driver. I want to go out of town more, stay out of trouble, be a hairstylist, be a fashion designer, help out the homeless one day, be kind and forgetful. Learn how to be a gamer and practice at it more. Learn how to save up money. Have my own business one day. Help out with the podcast more. Talk it out with people. Travel to LA. Take care of dogs that need a home. My New Year's resolutions are new songs to sing. Get Sage's voice down. Do exercise more. Get done with the games for Classic Sonic. Go back to California. Go back to Hawaii. Come to San Diego more days. Visit Miami, Florida. Go back to Cocoa Beach, Florida. Why you said I had a great time there. I thought Cocoa Beach was fun. I think Everyone would like to enjoy it this year. My resolution is be a nice person. I can walk more, be better to myself, exercise more. My New Year's resolution is we got lots more songs to sing and do more exercises on the Wi-Fi Plus again. 64 hours of curly shades, silver and gold for piggy. That's it for now. My new solution is be nice to the staff and all my friends and also work on my anger and be nice to everyone and work in the office and help everybody out and maybe read them some books and do paperwork or things like that and be nice to my family, my friends outside the sanity care and dress nice more and be polite. If I felt angry, I go somewhere, be quiet, and relax for a while, and be nice to the staff, things like that. So I need to work on my anger and things like that. So be nice to all my friends and let them get along, and I get along with everyone, and be nice to everybody, all the staff, and everybody, my friend, too. My new year's relation. Reading, speech, math, money, repatient, exercise, water, and eat, cut down spice, computer, mail, best friendship, business, typing, call, drive, fax, computer, work light, nervous, basket, phone, picture, in computer, writing computer, shopping, 
Zanikil, Pops, Sum, Computer, Campbell, Hummer, Zanikil, and tell more neighbor to about podcast to her Zanikil. My New Year's resolution is drink more water, exercise more, talk more, be more organized, and open up more. Well, not only my New Year's resolution can be about exercising on the treadmill more, but I also want to converge money into gift cards for places unknown like Apple and Amazon and Nintendo eShop, the Sims 4 and GameShop, and an Xbox Game Pass, along with Visa. <laughs> and that's all I know about New Year's 2023. Happy New Year, everyone! The Sandy Care Breakfast Club will be back after this brief coffee break. Hi, Atawa. This is Sandy Care's Funny Outtakes. Hi, Adaba. Say loud. Say loud. Hi, Adaba. Say loud. Hey, I'm done. Hi, I'm done. Say hi, I'm done. Say hi, I'm done. Hi. Say hi, I'm done. Say hi, I'm done. Hi. I'm Diamond. I'm Dabba. I'm Dabba. Say hi, I'm Diamond. I do. Say hi, I'm Diamond. Hi, uh, hi. I'm Dabba. Say hi, I'm Diamond. Hi, I'm Dabba. There we go. Oh, oh. she caught me. Sorry. Hi. Oh, Lord. Sorry about that. Sandy Care LLC proudly presents. Wait one second. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's in next segment we are highlighting comes from episode 65. We had a wonderful interview with Brooklyn Demi, filmmaker and sent to Academy Award winning filmmaker Jonathan Demi. Check this out. You are listening to the Breakfast Club of Sandy Care Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. He's an actor and filmmaker who acted in films like Rick and the Flash and Rachel Getting Married. He also produced the documentary Guardians of the Flame and the short film Protection, Not Protest, The People of Standing Rock. He also has an Academy Award winning directing father, Jonathan Demme, who directed the films Silence of the Lambs, Philadelphia, and The Manchurian Candidate, just to name a few. We're excited to hear about his upcoming projects. 
live from the Sandy Care Studios hotline, give a warm welcome for Brooklyn Demi. Good morning, everybody. Thanks so much for having me on. Pleasure to be with you today. Hi, Brooklyn. My name's Angelica. How are you? Hi, Angelica. I'm doing well today. How are you? Good. I have a question for you. Brooklyn, it seems that you have a very adventurous career at such a very young age. How did you get started? It's a great question, Angelica. Thanks. Um, you know, really just from uh, working with my uh, my dad, Jonathan, who was a documentarian, um, and he brought me around. Uh, the first project was in New Orleans with people who uh, survived the floods of Hurricane Katrina and who stayed home. And um, basically, I was probably 16. And, uh, you know, he uh, on documentaries was very much just about relationships and honoring humanity. So, you know, he used... Uh, just a, a regular handy cam from Best Buy, you know? And uh, so I learned like that with him. And, um, you know, later in life, it came back up. But yeah, it was always very relationship-based. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Hi, this is Molly, Brooklyn. Hello. Hi, Molly. Hey. Of all the projects you have been involved in, what has been your favorite? You know... Honestly, Molly, I feel like whenever I am in one, that's my favorite, you know? Um, right now, I'm working on one called The River That Flows Both Ways. And the title comes from the the Native American uh, Muncie Lenape name for the Hudson River before you know, there were uh, settlers or colonists here and before there was a name for it with the Hudson, uh, the Hudson River. Um, and, you know, it's it's so nice how it's unfolding. And it's, it's you know, working with a couple different people. And um, I would say, I think I say that because it's what I'm working on right now. And I couldn't say I like another project more than it. Hi, Brooklyn. My name is Sue. Hi, Sue. I got a question for you. What, yeah. What project are you presently working on, and when do you accept it to be completed? Awesome, Sue. Thanks. Yeah, so, you know, it's uh, the place, rather, I'm sorry, the river that flows both ways um, started out as a smaller project, just with... Um, it started with a request for help from a, a community in the Amazon who uh, needs a clean water filtration system so that the kids can grow up healthy. Um, and basically now it's opened up a whole different part of it. And um, there's a, you know, it's in partnership with the Lenape community um, where I live in New York. Um, and basically I, I thought the film was done, but it, I, I think it's continuing to continuing to go. You know, I think we want to basically use it to, um, you know, help attract support from people to build the water system in the Amazon. So um, it's it's still rolling, and we'll see where it goes. Hi, Brooklyn. This is Marion. Hi, Marion. How are you? Fine. What can you tell us about? your very own creative process. Thanks, Marianne. Um, 
You know, it's really just about, um, for me, honoring relationships, you know, and if there's someone who I, I know who wants or would benefit um, from collaborating on a documentary film, someone who needs to get their story out, um, then, you know, I like to kind of just get to get to know them and the reason why, you know, they need to get a message out and kind of taking it from there. Um, but definitely just a relationship based thing. And my goal with the video camera is to directly serve the goals of the people I'm collaborating with. Hi, Brooklyn. This is Ashley. Hey, Ashley. How's it going? Good. How do you go about finding people to work with you on your projects? Well, Ashley, you know, um, it's, it has been very organic, uh, so far in the projects I've had the chance to work on. Um, you know, as far as like in front of the camera collaborators, meaning the people who we see on the screen once the film is done, that stuff just happens super organically, you know, based on the, the people that I meet and, you know, where life takes us. And, uh, As far as behind the camera, for the most part, I usually work solo. Um, however, there's another project I'm working on right now called uh, Legends of Nyack, which, um, you know, honors uh, the l less well-known, certainly under-celebrated African-American history, uh, mainly of the 1970s in the town which I grew up in and which I live in now called uh, Nyack. But my... Uh, colleague in that project my dear friend is also named ashley ashley dawson so that's a funny coincidence brooklyn my name is the other ashley <laughs> hey there ashley is there any particular time in history that you would like to do a film or a documentary on? Yeah, uh, thanks for your question, Ashley. You're um, welcome. Yeah, you know, um, right now, the film with the other other Ashley, Ashley Dawson and Nyack, um, the film that we're working on is really, I think, yeah, a film about a period of time. Um, And I, I got a little bit into it in last question, but I guess to say a little more, you know, it is about um, that this town Nyack is, I guess, uh, regarded as a sort of um, a diverse and peaceful place. You know, a lot of people live in a pretty um, close area and it's still segregated, like I guess most everywhere else in the U.S., but, um, you know, still, I, I more diversity than is enjoyed in most places um even down to language spoken and um basically we discovered that that was not just by accident but that was um came to be in part because of the work and sacrifices made by um basically various um local african-american residents who put in a lot of work in the early 70s Um, and the, it wasn't uh, affiliated um, with the Black Panther Party, but it was that era. And, you know, to outsiders, it looks like Black Panther stuff. Um, 
but you know this is a period of local history that um yeah we're we're looking forward to learning more about through oral histories with people who remember it um and yeah i think even more broadly actually you know i'm a big uh i'm a big uh advocate of local history you know so i i just i'm interested in all of the the small stories in uh, every town Brickley. Hi, I'm in Jennifer. Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Do you have siblings? Are they in the same business as you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you. Um, two siblings. Yeah. Um, older sister is named Ramona, and she's a she's a public school teacher, and I think she wouldn't really. You know, school teaching is different than filmmaking for sure. And I see, I basically, I just think it's kind of a related field of work. You know, it's, it's working with, um, it's working to support people with ideas. You know, it's, it's coming from a place of love. Um, yeah, she's not involved in film, but, you know, definitely my, my sister who I regard highly in a, another field that feels pretty close by because film is about education too um and then my little uh little sibling uh joe's is in the film industry um whereas i'm in the documentary side of things um joe's is in the fiction film side of things um so you know in the process of making the sort of films you'd see at a a, a theater hi brooklyn my name is heather Hey, Heather. Brooklyn, what about your mom? Does she work with you? Uh, that's such a nice question, Heather. Thanks for asking. Um, my mother is an artist, um, visual artist, and also an educator, um, and doesn't work in film, but is very, very supportive of it. And definitely, you know, in my corner for sure, as far as, um, you know, the, this work goes, uh, with other people, you know, it's, I guess the goal, um, the goal for me and for us is bringing people together with film. And my mom's very much supportive of that. Hi, Brooklyn. My name's Seth. Hey, Seth. Do you have any pets? I, Seth, I do not have any pets at the moment. Um, however, I do have pets in the family. My, uh, my mom has a pet named, uh, a poodle named Millie. Who's a really, really sweet poodle, standard poodle, uh, pretty large, and very much a sweetheart. And my uh, sister Ramona has a, a also a poodle, black standard named Frankie. And uh, little sibling Joe's has a, a smaller dog um, named Judy, who's a bit of a barker and a sweetheart still. So we we're, we're definitely a dog family. My sister and I got a dog. Her name is Sugar. She's a little bouchon. And my sister got two little Yorkies. And one named Sailor Rose and Chloe. And they're yeah, so Sailor beautiful. Oh, oh, I love sweet. them. And, yeah. And, and Sailor, Sailor Rose is so tiny, you could take her everywhere. And, and, yeah. and Sugar is so beautiful. She's so sweet. Oh, she sounds sweet. Sailor Rose, huh? Yeah, and Chloe is so nice. She's, yeah, oh, that's nice that's, names. And, and Sugar is so sweet. I love her. She's waiting for me coming home, and she don't like me to leave to go to Sanicare. 
I hear you. I can hear the love in your voice. I'd love to meet them. They sound sweet. Hey, Brooklyn. This is Angelica again. Hey, Angelica. I also have a dog, too. We um, got him back in April. His name is Midnight, and he's a standard yeah. poodle. And he's nice. already big. All right. What color? Um, He's black. Um, oh, He has gray midnight. coming in. And then we have a second dog. He's a German Shepherd. We think that he's a wolf because he's He's going to be giant. He's not done growing yet. Oh, yeah? Yes. Wow. <laughs> what a team. Midnight, huh? That's oh, yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. Thank you for your time. We're going to go. Yeah, thank you. It's so nice to meet you thank and you. everyone here. Hi, Brooklyn. My name is Josh. Hey, Josh. How's it going today? Good, thanks. Very excited, by the way. And as a creator of documentaries, how do you come up with ideas for them? Yeah, you know, Josh, um, really kind of just, um, it has been a very organic process of, um, just working with people and honoring relationships, you know, and, um, I, it's been a really nice process to learn, learn as I go, how to help, you know, carry it well, um, stories of people. Cause it's a very, you know, it's a special thing when someone trusts you with their story. So, um, so far, it's really just been a pretty organic process of, um, yeah, you know, meeting people. I, I, I work, I work um, a lot with the the Ramapo Lenape first people um, near where I live, and a number of projects have, you know, the opportunity for other projects have grown organically from those relationships. So, uh, kind of, it seems like one thing leads to another. I have a second question for you. What is the most difficult thing you have to deal with when it comes to acting and producing? Yeah, you know, um, as far as acting goes, I don't really think of myself as an actor. You know, it's not something that I really do. Um, my, my dad would, you know, bring me into films he was making, and that was awesome. I got to you know, be an actor there, but it's not really, it's not a part of my life. Um, so, you know, I, that was, yeah, I think of that as like a nice memories, but not as a part of, um, my life really, um, as it continues, um, producing, you know, I think maybe like, uh, the hardest part of it, maybe letting projects come together. Because I, I feel it's important to not rush it, you know, to to be present for for opportunities without rushing them, um, and just kind of like allowing being present um, as things unfold. And yeah, I think um, maybe patience, maybe patience is the word I'm looking for there. Um, but yeah, you know, I think it's really just a process of being being present for it and letting things line up. What performer would you most like to work with? Um, Hayden Gilbert, my dear friend, and he's who I he's the person who I got to meet you all uh, here today through my friendship with. Uh, he's an amazing guitarist, and you know we've collaborated as musicians and are also, you know, in 
in collaboration for a, a soundtrack of films too, you know, for his uh, guitar music. So that's that's definitely like a collaboration relationship that um, I'm thankful for and which I'm, you know, really happy to see continue to grow. Hayden Gilbert is Mrs. Gilbert's son. Mm-hmm. No way. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, that's that's. What's his first name again? Hayden Gilbert. And what movie he did done? He's got his own rock group. You can um, listen to their music on Spotify and all that good it. stuff. Hayden Gilbert and the Ruckus. And he's a he's a phenomenal actor as well. I he doesn't I think practice it now in his life, but um, he's a really serious, really talented actor as well. Who I, I had the pleasure of seeing in uh, college perform. Um, but yeah, the um, the group that he and I were in together, um, we we had a lot of fun with that, you know. So he's a, he plays guitar, he sings, and yeah, Hayden Gilbert and the Ruckus. They're, uh, they're still in action. Wow. Hello, Brooklyn. This is Ramon working the Sandy Care soundboard. How are you? Hey, Ramon. Doing well. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. I watched some of your work on YouTube. It seems to showcase varied issues and give voice to the voiceless. How do you go about selecting locations for your work? Yeah. Um, well, thanks for having me on today, Ramon. It's nice to meet you. No problem. Um, Generally, location follows person. So whoever I have the opportunity to work with generally um, will either invite me to where they are or we'll discuss it together and, you know, think about what sort of location helps viewers to connect with the point of the story and why we are there together today. Okay, I have another question for you, Brooklyn. Do you have any inspirational words for those that may desire to do what you do? Absolutely. Excellent question. You know, uh, Sue, really the thing, I'm in the process of like growing an organization right now and film is the center of it, but really it's at the intersection of film, community and education. And, you know, an important part of that I guess to slow down for a minute, actually, film education community, because all of those three different things can line up in different ways for different reasons. For instance, we can show film, we can look at film together as a community and learn from it. Um, we as a community can also learn how to make films and then share it. Um, so. You know, this aspect of like, um, yeah, community engagement and learning through the process is a big part of what brings me to the table with it. Um, and, you know, that is all to say one of I heard growing up with my dad, I heard him say very frequently to aspiring filmmakers because he was, you know, very, very friendly and always eager to connect with people and aspiring filmmakers in particular, I guess. They would ask about if he went to film school and et cetera. You know, what could they do to make a film? He he didn't go to film school. Nothing wrong with film school, but he didn't go. And, um, you know, would basically always just his one liner of advice to aspiring filmmakers was all you need is a camera and a story to tell. And particularly in this day and age when we all have iPhones, or, you know, a lot of us have 
good cameras on cell phones, it's possible now. You know, when I was a kid, the the quality of picture that he was using to shoot documentaries wasn't as high as the camera on an iPhone today. So this is all to say we really we really have the tools, you know, and for anybody interested in making a documentary film, I I very very strongly encourage everyone to just open up the process and it, you know it's intimidating but it's also just it can be very simple you know just picking up the phone clicking record holding it with love seeing where it goes that's a, that's that's the school yeah, i was raised in brooklyn one last question before we wrap everything up yeah in every episode before thanksgiving we take time to recognize everything we are thankful or grateful for Brooklyn, what are you thankful or grateful for? Yeah, uh, thank you, Josh. You know, uh, th- I'm thankful for so much of my life. And, you know, with this chance to, I'm thankful to you all for this chance to talk about something near and dear to my heart. And, uh, you know, very thankful for my dad for teaching me these things and for bringing me around. Um, so, yeah, very, um, very thankful to my dad. All right, Brooklyn, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to let us interview you. Can you tell the listeners out there your social media so they can follow you on your upcoming projects? Absolutely. Um, Yeah, thank you so, so much for uh, having me on here today. It's a pleasure to connect with everyone. Um, My some of my videos, uh, some are in progress, but um, are viewable at vimeo.com that's v-i-m-e-o.com slash truth to power two that is number two so vimeo.com slash truth to power that's truth to power number two um and yeah you know that's uh that's the social media ramona thank you very much for having me on today all right The Breakfast Club of Sandy Care Podcast will be back after this coffee break. Hi, everybody. This is Brooklyn Demi from Truth to Power, and you are listening to Sandy Care Radio. Hi, I'm Angelica, and here's what's trending. Queen Elizabeth II has passed away at 96. She was queen of the United Kingdom for over 70 years, longer than any other monarch. Her oldest son will now become King Charles III. Last weekend, Mariah Carey was at Cedar Point. Wow! (laughs) With her family, she was asked how she thought about Cedar Point. She said, it was great, but next time she won't wear high heels, girl, really. <laughs> An Ohio man was stung 20,000 times, helping a friend cut down tree branches. He cut a branch that had a huge bee's nest, which happened to be African killer bees. He tried to anger himself down the tree, but he ended up being covered with bees. They said it looked like a black blanket 
covering him from head down. 911 was called and he was immediately transported to the hospital where they had to put him in a medically induced coma. They even had to suction bees out of his body that entered through his mouth. But there is great news, everybody. He is expected to fully recover. The NFL has officially started with the first game played last Thursday with the Buffalo Bills going up against the defending NFL champions, Los Angeles Rams at SoFi Stadium. Who do you have winning it all this year? And shout out to the Cleveland Browns who won their first game in week one since 2004. They better do good this Christmas. Pre-orders for the iPhone 14 began on September 9th and become available September 16th, according from the Apple website. Disney had their D23 Expo and released a ton of trailers of upcoming content for Disney Plus, such as the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer, Indiana Jones 5 trailer, the new Little Mermaid trailer, just to name a few. Stay tuned for us reacting to those trailers. And that's what's trending. Our next segment we are highlighting comes from episode 64. This segment comes from our popular Halloween episode where the Sydney Kill Breakfast Club plays some Halloween family feud. Check this out. That I love you more than anything else in the world. Live from the Sandy Care Studios, it's the Sandy Care Family Feud! <laughs> Let's meet the two teams. First, we have Teen Tots. And Teen Tots, we have Jennifer, Marion, Andrew, Molly, Ashley, Karen, and me, Jai! <laughs> now for the opposing team, give it up for Team Copy! On Team Copy, we have Susanna, Seth, Samantha, Angelica, Ashley, Diamond, Heather, and Lauren! And now, your host for the Cinecare Family Feud, Ramon Barking the Cinecare Summer! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Let's not waste no time. Let's get right into it. 
Tea toast, are you ready? Yeah! Team coffee, are you ready? Yeah! All right, y'all, let's play Sandy Care Family Feud. First up, I need Ashley and I need Heather up to the board. Let's go. Here we go, round one. Put your hands on your buzzers. Name a popular Halloween party decoration. Pumpkin. Is pumpkins on the board? <laughs> Pumpkin is the number one answer. Heather, do you want to keep it for your team? Or do you want to do you want to pass it? Do you want to keep it for your team? Keep it. Okay. So we're going over to Samantha. Samantha. Yes. Name a popular Halloween party decoration. A skeleton. Is skeleton on the board? Skeleton is the number three answer. So we're going to go over to Susanna. Susanna, give me an answer. Witchy. Is witches on the board? <laughs> Sorry, witches is not on the board. So we're going over to Seth. Okay, Seth, give me a popular Halloween party decoration. Go. Is Ghost on the board? Yes, Ghost is the number four answer. All right, we're going to go over to Angelica. Angelica, give me a popular Halloween party decoration. Spiders. Is Spiders on the board? Spiders is on the board, and that's the number two answer. Next is Ashley. Ashley, if you answer this question, you will win this round for your team. Ashley, name a popular Halloween party decoration. Spider webs. Is spider webs on the board? Sorry, Ashley, that was strike number two. All right, we're going over to Lauren. Lauren, you have two strikes. If you get this wrong, you can. it's gonna go over to Team Toast and they can win, they can win round number one. So Lauren, name a popular Halloween party decoration. Uh, is Ghost on the board? Yes, it is, but you made a double answer that so that makes it strike number three. So we are going over to Team Toast. And it goes over to Marion. Okay. Marion. You can win this round for your team if you can answer the question and get the last answer on the board. Name a popular Halloween party decoration. What about black cats? Is black cats on the board? No! So the first round goes over to Team Coffee. All right, can I get answer for number five? Tombstone. Tombstone, I was thinking Tombstone, you guys. Yeah. Okay, can I get Josh and Samantha up to the board for round two? 
All right, Josh and Samantha, hand on your buzzers. The question is, if you were running from a vampire, name something you wish you had. All right, Samantha. Um, Using garlic. Is garlic on the board? Garlic is the number three answer. Josh, you have a chance to take this round for your team. If you can answer this question better than the number three question. Give me an answer. A frying pan. Oh, no. It's frying pan on the board. Samantha, are you going to play this round for your team? Yes, sir. Okay, so. Diamond, if you were running from a vampire, name something you wish you had. Yay. All right. Is it a wooden steak? And it's on the board. It is number two. So we're going back to Heather. Heather, give me an answer. About a baton. Is baton on the board? Strike number one. Let's go over to Susanna. Susanna, give me an answer. The sun. Oh. Is that something you wish you had? It's set on the board. (laughs) That is strike number two. So we're going over to Seth. Okay, Seth, you have to keep your team alive. If you have, you have to answer this question. If you are running from a vampire, name something you wish you had. Money. <laughs> that, that's, 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 money. That was funny. What kind of money is a vampire? I mean, a vampire. That's a good one. I guess if he had millions and millions of dollars, he could probably get rid of a vampire. <laughs> is money on the board? Oh, make that one billion dollars, So, so we're going to the other team, and it's going to Molly. Oh, Jesus. That's right. <laughs> Molly, you have a chance to win this round for your team. If you can answer this question. If you were running from a vampire, name something you wish you had. Onions. Is onions on the board? Oh, it goes to Team Coffee. Kind of. All right. You guys are gonna be mad when 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 y'all see these when you see these answers. All right. Can I get answer number five? Holy water. Holy water. Answer number four. A gun. gun. Yeah, right. A gun. A gun. He's a visible man. You'd be pushing through the wall. All right. And the number one answer. A cross. A cross. Yeah, I was going to say that. 
Yeah. 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 I told you how yeah. can get it back. All right. Now, before we get into the final round here, I want to talk to Team Toast over here. We have Molly over here. Everybody give a round of applause for Molly. Now, Molly, I heard you just released a new album. It's called Molly's Halloween Spooky Hits. Is that correct? Yes. Now, last time somebody released the album on Sandy Care Records, it was Seth. And we asked him the same thing. Could you sing something? And he said he didn't know any songs from his album. Do you? Can you sing a song? Matter of fact, can you sing a little bit of Ghostbusters for us, please? Something strange in the neighborhood. Who's going to call? Ghostbusters. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Take that, Seth. <laughs> now, all right. So before we start the round, we'll be right back after this brief message. Hi, my name is Ashley. The Breakfast Club of Sandy Care Podcast is available on TuneIn Alexa. All you have to say is, Hey, Alexa, I want to listen to the Breakfast Club of Sandy Care Podcast. Playing the Breakfast Club of Sandy Care Podcast. All right, everybody, it is time for the final round. Up to the stage, I need Sue and Andrew. Hand on your buzzers. Name the most popular chocolate candies in America. Sue. Reese Cups. Is Reese's on the board? Reese Cups is the number two answer. Now, Andrew, you still have a chance to take it for your team. Give me an answer. Uh, pieces. Is Reese's Pieces on the board? <laughs> so we're going over to Team Coffee. Seth, give me an answer. Tootsie Roll. Is Tootsie Rolls on the board? I got wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, because it goes to Angelica. Angelica, give me an answer. Mr. Whatchamacallit. Is... Is that a you, candy? You, yeah, it's a it's a it's a classic candy. They still sell them. It was still back in the nineties or eighties. They still sell them. I, I, they was a they was at sheets. Sheets. Yeah, yeah. I still I I, I get a what you call it every now and then. It's classic. Is what you call it on the board? Oh boy, that is strike number two. So next we're going to Samantha. I actually know this one. Samantha. Your team has two strikes to keep them alive. In this round, you need to answer this. Name the most popular chocolate candies in America. Animals. 
is M&M's on the board. It is the number three answer. We are going to go to Heather. Heather, give me an answer. Three Musketeers. Is Three Musketeers on the board? Oh, that is three strikes. So it goes over. It goes over to Team Toast. We're going to give it to Josh. All right, Josh, it's your chance to win this round for your team. If you can answer this question, name the most popular chocolate candies in America. Kit Kat. Is Kit Kat on the board? Y'all yeah. win this round. So what is answer number four? Butterfingers. Ow! Butterfingers. And the number one answer. Snickers. Snickers. How could any one of y'all forget Snickers? I don't know. Feel the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. So. I guess. With the final score. Team Toast with 530 points and Team Coffee, the winners with 570 points. Congratulations, Team Coffee. Congratulations to both teams. Happy Halloween, everybody. And we'll be back after this coffee break. Oh, <gasps> uh, yeah! Get down, everybody! Everybody, thanks for coming out. Everybody, clap your hands. Right off the platinum selling album, Seth's Christmas Hits, Sandy Care Records has returned for the Halloween season with its new live album, Molly's Spooky Halloween Hits. She performed hits like Ghostbusters. There's something strange in the neighborhood. Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters! Thriller. Thriller of the night. Thriller of the night. Thriller of the night. And werewolves of London. Werewolves of London. Get your album exclusively at www.mollyspookyhalloweenhits.com. Order now. Buy my live al album now. Happy Halloween, everybody. You cannot get this album online. www.mollyspookyhalloweenhits.com is not real. However, you can still always hear Molly's sultry melodious voice on the Breakfast Club of Sandy Care Podcast. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Hi. 
Hi, my name is Ashley, and this is the Halloween joke of the day. What kind of monster does this go? The boogeyman. Our next segment we are highlighting comes from episode 68, the Sandy Care Breakfast Club celebrated Black History Month by honoring black innovators, inventors, and those who inspired. Check it out. Dr. Martha Luther King Jr., Rosa Parks, Frederick Douglass, Maya Angelou, W.E.B. Dubois, Surgeon of Truth, Booker T. Washington, Jackie Robinson, these are icons of black history. But what about icons in black history that you might not know about? We are going to celebrate those icons for black history. We will highlight some of the most innovative, inspirational, and impactful icons that have invented some of the most popular things we use today that the world can't live without. George Crumb, inventor of the potato chip. George Crumb, born George Speck, 1824 to 1914, was a renowned African-American chef who worked at Moon's Lake House in Saratoga Springs, New York, during the mid-1800s. According to culinary legend, Crumb invented the potato chip during his work at the restaurant. Inventing potato chips after slicing an order of french fries extra thin, despite a demanding customer. The story has been debunked as a myth, but Crumb achieved a success when he opened Crumb's popular restaurant in Malta, New York. Lisa Jolopter, Internet Technology Pioneer Lisa Jolopter is a computer scientist, entrepreneur, and technology executive. Jolopter was integrally involved with the advent of Shockwave, a technology that formed the beginning of web animation. She is also credited developing the animation used to create GIFs. She also played a major role in the emergency of online video, later serving on the senior management team at Hulu. Previously, Lisa was the interim head of digital for BET Networks and ran technology, product, and business operations. Today, you can catch Lisa at the White House in the United States Digital Service. She is currently serving as the Chief Digital Service Officer for what the U.S. Department of Education. 
Marianne Crow was mentor of voiceover internet protocol. In 2013, Marianne Crow was inducted into Women in Technology, the National Hall of Fame, a move that realizes remarkable achievement in tech. Crow holds over 135 pet primarily in Voice Over Internet Protocol, VOIP. Some in other areas, she has another 100 pet currently under review. Today, Marion is a Senior Vice President at AT&T, serves as a mentor for women in AT&T Labs and sits on the board for the Holocaust, Genocide, and Human Rights Education Center. Dr. Shirley Jackson, inventor who worked lead to color ID, the fact machine, and more. Dr. Shirley Ann Jackson did groundbreaking research that enabled the invention of portable fact, the tone, telephone, solar cell, fiber, optic, cable, and technology behind color ID and call waiting. She also first black woman to graduate from MIT with a PhD. Mary and Mildred Davison inventors of the sanitary belt, the walker, and the toilet tissue holder. Mary and her sister, Mildred, patented many practical inventions. They didn't have technical education, but they were both exceptional and spotty ways to make people's life better. Together, they invented the sanitary belt. Later, Mary invented the moisture-resistant pocket for the belt. While disabled from multiple skull washes, Mary went on to invent the walker and the toilet tissue holder. James Edward Missio West inventor of the foil electric style microphone. If you ever use a microphone, you have James West to thank for it. West was fascinated by radio and electronics from an early age, and he trained as a physicist. After college, he went to work at Bell Labs, where research on how humans he led to his invention of the foil electric microphone in 1960. Such devices were more sensitive, yet they used less power and were smaller than other microphones at the time, and they revolutionized the fields of acoustics. Today, foil electric styles makes are used in everything. From telephones to computer. Philip B. Downey, 1857-1934, born in 
was an African-American inventor from Providence, Rhode Island. He best known for his two most significant inventions, the street letterbox and operating street railway switches. Philip had a long career in Boston, Massachusetts as a postal clerk, retiring in 1927 after working for more than 30 years. In 1891, Philip Downing created the street letter box that eventually evolved into the metal letter boxes we see on our street corners today. Lonnie George Johnson, inventor of the super soaker water gun. Lonnie G. Johnson changed childhoods forever when he invented the super soaker water gun. As a Tuskegee graduate who joined the Air Force and was assigned to Strategic Air Command, Johnson worked on the stealth bomber program. He also worked on the Galileo mission to Jupiter and the Cassini mission to Saturn while working on an environmentally friendly heat pump. He invented the super soaker and later started Johnson Research and Development and required some 100 patents. Dr. Daniel Hale Williams, born 1858 to 1931. He was the first African-American cardiologist who performed the first successful open heart surgery. He also founded the first interracial hospital, Provident Hospital and Training School. He created two hospital-based training programs for nursing, co-founded the National Medical Association, and he was the first African-American physician admitted to the American College of Surgeons. Dr. Williams' work in advocacy for African-American presence in medicine is honored by educational institutions worldwide. Mohano, electric oil engineer and computer graphics designer. Computer graphics designer. Michael Hanner co-founded Synchron Graphics Inc. He created computer programs that helped create special effects for films like Jurassic Park, Aladdin, Ricky, and the Beast, and so much more. George Edward Alcorn Jr. invented of X-ray spectrometer. George Edward Alcorn Jr. is a physicist whose work in the aerospace industry helped revolutionize astrophysics and semiconductor manufacturing. He is t- credited with 20 inventions, eight of which he received patents for. Perhaps his best known innovation of is for an X-ray spectrometer used to analyze distant galaxies and another deep space phenomena, which he patented in 1984. Alcorn's research into plasma etching for which he received a patent in 1989 is still used in the production of computer chips, also known as semiconductors. 
Louis Latimer, born in 1848 till 1928, was an African-American inventor, electrical pioneer, and patent expert. Thomas Edison may have invented the light bulb, but Louis Latimer perfected it. Latimer was an assistant to Alexander Graham Bell, who invented the first practical telephone before joining Edison's research team called Edison's Pioneers. Edison's prototypical light bulb had a filament that burnt out quickly, but Latimer invented a filament made with more durable carbon, and so the incandescent electric light bulb with carbon filament patented the United States Electric Company in 1881. He also patented the process to manufacture said filament in 1882, and then created the well-known threaded socket for the light bulb. We use tungsten light bulbs now, but he was famous for making use of electric light possible in public and at home. He oversaw installation of public electric lights in the USA, the UK, and Canada. He also invented water closet for railroad tracks and a precursor to the air conditioner. The Sandy Care Breakfast Club will be back after this brief coffee break. This is the Sandy Care's Funny Outtakes. My check one two. Quack, quack. Sandy Care LLC proudly presents the Breakfast Club of Sandy Care Broadway cast. What? Sandy Care LLC. Big Idea presents. Sandy Care LLC proudly presents. The Breakfast Club of Sandy Care Podcast that I love you more than anything else in the world. <laughs> That's cool, Cameron. <laughs> also got a little radio and some little Sonic action figures. <laughs> Which was two Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> Did I start with which? Yes. Okay. Which was? <laughs> and go. Ramon, what was your favorite? What? what wait, oops, sorry. <laughs> okay, go. What was your best? Ramon. Ramon. What was your best Christmas ever? No, not it's not Ramon. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop laughing at that. <laughs> I had a classic. Hey, Maddie. Hey, Maddie. Hey, 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 Maddie. Hey, 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 Maddie. I'm speaking right now. I'm speaking. Our next segment we are highlighting comes from episode 66. The Sandy Care Breakfast Club got nostalgic 
and discuss their best Christmas ever. Check it out. You listen to Dr. Glove of Standy Clay Podcast. Welcome back. Happy holidays. A few years ago, we had a Christmas party during our Christmas episode. And we asked our guests of honor what were their best Christmas moments. So now we're going to ask the City Care Breakfast Club what are their best Christmas ever. My best Christmas was when I was little, my auntie gave me a Barbie CD player and at my auntie's Christmas party, I got a car kit for my Kia and a organized bag to keep my stuff in. Um, and then for Christmas, back in early 2000s, I got an easy bake oven for Christmas. For Christmas, as a child, I had my very first Barbie doll. She's so cute. I named her Pebbles. My best Christmas was when I had my whole family together with me. And we just basically sat around the table and eat. And we opened um, presents. And I got the biggest Reese cup. <laughs> Probably the best gift I ever gotten is a cell phone from Amanda. That was my best Christmas ever. My best Christmas ever is soccer shoes. Kathy taking me to Cheesecake Factory. Me, yeah. I get gift card and seeing Santa and taking pictures and having pasta and having for peanut butter cheesecake and bread and having my little picture album. And Percy, Santa list on Christmas. That was my best Christmas ever. Well, my best Christmas ever came from the year 2000 when I was five years old. Well, really, when I celebrated my fifth Christmas, I was a little young to go to school until one year later. But then again... I got a guitar and the computer game, Pajama Sam, you are what you eat from your head to your feet from Humongous Entertainment. Before the game got released in Apple and Android devices 15 years later. <laughs> and finally, some toys from Fisher-Price franchise, Rescue Heroes. And yes, that's how I know about my best Christmas ever. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night, everybody. Yeah, maybe Christmas. 
Yeah, I got her. I got bones. Football. Football. Um. Sucker. Sifones. Sucker. Phone. Nigeria House. Terror Toys. Good Guns. Sword. And good clothes. The Daniels. Yeah, Bookers. Gaggins. Um. Yeah, Huffage. Good Grease. Here's Bray. And no white. Yeah, um, hello, the stitch. Make it Christmas My best Christmas was with my grandma. I liked spending time with her. She always called me when Christmas was coming around. I got money from her and a new kids on the block poster. Another Christmas, I got a three-piece Indian sweatshirt outfit, some pajamas, some sweaters, some socks, some nut wool from my grandma, and some vino polish, some roller skates from my aunt, some makeup. Those were my best Christmases. So Merry Christmas, everybody. family. I got a Sonic plushie with a big head, some PJs that had Yoda, may the force be with you, and the other one had Chewie. It was really cool. I 
also got a little radio and some little Sonic action figures, which was two Sonics, Amy, Knuckles, and Dr. Eggbutt. <laughs> and they were from Sonic Boom. And that was my best Christmas ever. Hey, Diamond. Hi, uh. What was your best Christmas ever? Did Bobby, Ava, Titi, Baby, Titi, Abura, Ava, Titi, Baby, Titi, Daddy, Tai, Black Christmas ever. Black Christmas we did all over the years, what we did. Black Christmas you ever got. It was nice Christmas tree. It was nice. Well, over here, you got me one of those, uh, those, those pine cones you gave me over the years. I got that. And a couple of cranes. I got that too over the years. That's all I got to say. Thank you. My best Christmas ever was my first box TV. Never had one of my own before between the, the six kids, uh, the six of us kids. Is that like the old school? TV yeah. With the antenna? Yeah. Oh, okay. Color, okay. color or black and white? It was, it was, it was, it was color until we added uh, cable to it. Oh, okay. 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 That was my best Christmas ever. My best Christmas ever was, I got a real baby buggy from Scotland. My dad got it from me from Scotland when he visited his dad. It was a real nice Christmas present. I really love it and I play with it. And oh, how old were you? I was like seven or eight, and I hand, hand down to every family generation to have a baby girl, like Manisha, and now when whenever uh, Louise's granddaughter, granddaughter's going to have it now. So, so it's, it's, it's been passed on through generations? Yes. Oh, okay. Now is Louise's daughter's going to have it for Eva to play with it now. She's just a baby, but is handing down to her now. Okay. I used to love it, and I played with it, and... Oh, they've been moving around every every state we went to, so I'd be take care of it. So I love it. I missed it, but I take care of it. My favorite Christmas ever is opening presents, and go to a Christmas party, and go to a Christmas show year in December twenty fifth. DVDs early two thousand. Booba. JJ the jet plane, SpongeBob SquarePants, and so many more. Ramon, what was your best Christmas ever? Well, Angelica, I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> well, I got a couple. First one is when I got my Atari 2600. Yeah, we're going way back on this one. I got my Atari 2600. They had something called a video game crash back around that time. So, I got a Atari 2600 and a bunch of video games because back then they were very low in price and in bargain bins. So I had I had Berserk, I had Missile Command. I know some gamers out there is listening to this can remember these games. Uh, Pac-Man. I had Real Sports Baseball. I had uh, Asteroids. I had some classic games. And then I had He-Man. I had what you call a power punch He-Man. Y'all can look that up. You can put the 
that was back in the day when you when you had the the little cap things like when they used to have the guns back in the day but you put it in the in his back and then you twist his torso and he'll come back with a punch and you'll hear, hear a nice little pop it was awesome and i had a big giant remote control voltron um i got a yeah i had a ping pong set so and uh i had a team murray bike too and i thought that was awesome my elbows were so scuffed up when when the weather broke and i was out there trying to learn how to ride a bike yeah I, i learned to ride a bike without training wheels and yeah yeah, talk about bloody elbows every time I came in at the end of the house. <laughs> yeah, it was hard because I fell a lot. <laughs> but um, my other best Christmas is when I got my Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah, I was graduating from the Atari into the Nintendo. And that's when I became a full-blown video game addict. <laughs> the addiction was real. And... Um, yeah, those was my two best Christmases ever. The Sandy Kill Breakfast Club will return after this brief coffee break. This is the Sandy Care Tales of Terror. My name is Susanna. And this is the tale of Vampire Kittens. Slick and Freezy got home from the pet shop. And then a red mist filled the sky, turning every cat into vampires. Everyone ran away from their homes to get away from the kittens. And when the cats turned back to normal, it was only in the morning. So, you better watch out when it is nighttime. So, watch out for the vampire kitty. The end. From the director of the microwave. In a world where ear piercing is known as the symbol of excellence, one lady decided instead of getting her ear pierced by a professional, she did her own symbol of excellence piercing by herself. Oh, yeah. My ear piercing will look better than everybody else's. Okay, here we go. Ouch! That really hurts. Let's clean it and get some sleep for work tomorrow. While away from the television, an alert comes on. This is a Sandy Care News Alert. Bartholomew Aloysius Butts reporting. Anybody who has the recently released ear piercing kit, please return it. The company that made those kits are the same company responsible for the zombie puppies virus outbreak. The kits may be infected with the virus as well. Their CEO is currently missing. 
and the public don't know the effects of the effective piercings kits. So please return it for a refund. I am Bartholomew Aloysius Butts, the Sandy Care News Alert. Not aware of the alert, she used the kit anyway. Unfortunately, it was infected. Man, I feel strange. I'm really itchy. Where all this hair come from? It's dog fur. Why do I keep barking in between words? My ears are very long. Gotta find a mirror. Oh my God, I'm a dog? I gotta find some help. Zombie Puppies 2, The Ear. Coming soon, PG-13. Welcome back. This is Cinecure Tales of Tear. My name is Heather. This is the tale of the Scary Pumpkin. There was this awful pumpkin that got bigger and turned into a scary skeleton with a evil pin by a ghost with a talking phone that said, there's going to be a very cool gang that Sings Halloween songs though. They were very cool and nice. The pricing TV of a pumpkin that lives in it. And that was a tale of the scary pumpkin. That and happy Halloween everybody.
Our final segment we are highlighting comes from episode 63. The Care Breakfast Club discuss tips to reduce anxiety. Check it out. This is Breakfast Club of Sandcare Podcast. According from www.pelfly.com, some anxiety is a typical part of life. It's a byproduct of living in a busy world. And checked anxiety may greatly impact your quality of life. So here's some natural ways to reduce anxiety. But first, what is anxiety? Anxiety is your body's natural response to stress. It's a feeling of fear or worry that could be caused by a combination of factors that researchers believe in range from genetics to environmental brain chemistry. Some symptoms of anxiety include increased heart rate, rapid breathing, restlessness, trouble concentrating. However, It's important to note that anxiety can present itself in different ways for different people. While one person may experience a butterfly feeling in their stomach, another might have panic attacks, nightmares, or painful thoughts. With that being said, there's a difference between everyday anxiety and anxiety disorders. Feeling anxious about something new or stressful is one thing. But when it gets to an uncontrollable or excessive point and starts to affect your quality of life, it could be a disorder. Some anxiety disorders include panic disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD, obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD, separation anxiety, illness anxiety, phobia, generalized anxiety disorder or GAD, social anxiety disorder. How can I treat anxiety? Anxiety can be treated in variety of ways. One common treatment option is cognitive behavior therapy, CBT, which helps provide people with tools to cope with anxiety when it occurs. There are also certain medications like antidepressants and sensitive. If you're looking to go more natural route, here are 10 natural remedies for anxiety. Number one, take active. Regular exercise isn't just about physical health. It can be a huge help to your mental health as well. 2013 study trusted source found that people with anxiety disorders who reported a high level of physical activity were better protected against developing anxiety symptoms. This could be for a variety of reasons. Exercise can divert your attention away from something that's making you anxious 
but if you're looking to start off with something with a little lower impact workouts like pilates and yoga could also be just as beneficial for your mental health number two steer clear of alcohol drinking alcohol may take the edge off at first since it's a natural sensitive however research trusted source suggests there's a link between anxiety, alcohol consumption with anxiety disorders and alcohol use disorder occurring hand in hand. Number three, con singer quitting smoking cigarettes. Smokers often reach for a cigarette during stressful times, yet like Drinking alcohol, taking a drag on a cigarette when you're stressed is a quick fix that may worsen anxiety over time. If you're looking to quit, there are lots of different ways you can get started. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention, C. DC trusted source recommends finding a safe substitute for cigarettes like toothpicks. Number four, limit caffeine intake. If you have chronic anxiety, caffeine is not your friend. Caffeine may cause nervousness and jitters, neither which is good for you or make you anxious. Similar to alcohol, caffeine is and anxiety are often linked due to caffeine's ability to alter brain chemistry. With being said, moderate intake of caffeine is safer for most people. Start replacing these drinks with water to quench the thirst. This will not only satisfy your body's need to drink a liquid, but it also help you flush out the caffeine from your body and keep you hydrated, gradually reducing your caffeine over a course of weeks. You can adjust the habit without the body going through withdrawal. Number five, prioritize getting a good night's rest. Sleep has been proven time and time again to be an important part of good mental health. Even though a 2012 survey found that nearly a third of adults get less than six hours of sleep a day, even though a 2012 survey found that nearly a third of adults get less than six hours of sleep a night. The CDC recommends trusted source that adults get 7 to 9 hours of sleep every day. You can make sleep a priority by only sleeping at night when you're tired. 2. Not reading or watching television in bed. 3. Not using your phone, tablet, or computer in bed. 4. Not tossing and turning in your bed or going to another room if you can't sleep. 5. Avoiding caffeine, large meals, and nicotine before bedtime. 6. Keeping your room dark and cool. 7. Writing down your worries before going to bed. 8. Going to sleep at the same time each night. Number 6. Meditate and practice mindfulness. A main goal of meditation is full awareness of the present moment, which includes noticing all thoughts in a non-judgmental way. This can lead to a sense of calm and contentment by increasing your ability to mindfully tolerate all thoughts and feelings. 
Meditation is known to relieve stress and anxiety and is a primary facet of CBT. Research from John Hopkins suggests 30 minutes of daily meditation may alleviate some anxiety symptoms and act as an antidepressant. Number seven, eat balanced diet, low blood sugar level, dehydration or chemicals, processed food, such as artificial flavoring, artificial coloring, and preservatives may cause mood change in some people. A high sugar diet may also impact temperament. If you anxiety worsen after eat, check your eating habits. Stay hydrated and eliminate processed food and eat balanced diet, rich, complex carbs, fruit, and vegetable and lean protein. Number eight, practice deep breathing. Shallow, fast breathing is common with anxiety. It may lead to a fast heart rate, dizziness, or lightheadedness, or even a panic attack. Deep breathing exercise, the deliberate process of taking slow, even deep breath, can help restore normal breathing patterns and reduce anxiety. Number nine, try aromatherapy. Aromatherapy is a holistic healing treatment that has been used by humans for thousands of years. The practice uses natural plant extracts and essential oils to promote the health and well-being and mind, body, spirit. Its goal is to enhance both physical and emotional health. Number 10, drink chamomile tea. A cup of chamomile tea is a common home remedy to fray nerves and promote sleep. Club to turn coffee break. Oh, what a year! Sandy Care reached for goals and successfully exceeded them. We will continue to provide caring services that promote the improvement and quality of life for citizens with developmental disabilities. We will do this on a continuum through compassion and integrity. SandyCare is dedicated to providing a meaningful and innovative environment through our activities and programs. As we encourage individuals on working with us and we with them, it's like climbing trees and, and mountains and not looking back. Sandy Care and its individuals and staff, while we consider ourselves too a force to be reckoned with, 
we advocate on behalf of individuals with developmental disabilities and we encourage them to work on self-determination. We encourage them to advocate on behalf of themselves. We ask and we encourage them to be the person that they want to be and know that they are definitely an essential part of the community, the greater community, and even beyond. We at Sandy Care will help them through community inclusion and community integration. After all, again, yes, they are a part of the world we live in. Along this journey, we will continue to love ourselves and respect ourselves. And that is something that we too encourage our individuals to do. Know that the Christmas season, well, it doesn't stand alone. We know that our brethren, well, they celebrate in different ways, but yet we are one. And so we say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Kwanzaa. Thank you. This is Delphinia Gilbert, owner of Sandy Care. Hi, Angelica here. Would you like to become a member of the Breakfast Club of Sandy Care Podcast? Do you have a waiver that supports people with developmental disabilities? Then contact us at sandycare12 at gmail.com. You can be with us in our studio or through remote services. This concludes part two of the Breakfast Club of Sandy Care podcast. Highlights, funny moments, and outtakes. We will now leave you with an inspirational quote and outro highlights. Stress spell backwards is dessert. <laughs> Loretta La Roche. Goodbye, stay toasty, and stay frosty. Take him to court. Uh-oh, take her to court. <laughs> Bye bye. Hi, this is Sage, and bye bye. What? 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 Bye bye. Bye. Sayonara. That's Japanese for goodbye. So long, farewell, nice to know you. The taste of the pain. Yes? No? So long. Yes. This Marion! That's from the sound of music. <laughs> Goodbye. Curse that hedgehog! Goodbye. <laughs> what? I tried to do egg here. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye bye bye. Goodbye. Button handler. 
that being said, this concludes our Sunday Care Halloween Podcast Special. <laughs> and coming soon, we dare you to experience the next episode of the Breakfast Club of Sunny Care Podcast. But only if you dare. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Stay cool. My main man, you good little old ladies out there. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 Bye, boy. Seth wanted me to do it. Seth wanted me to do it. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 What? Goodbye. Bye bye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Does Mary and the dog like me being goodbye? Bye. 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 I hope you guys be safe on Halloween. Bye-bye and happy Halloween. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. They're like Popeye. Beat a man. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Meatballs. Sandy Care is a proud member of the Wadsworth Area Chamber of Commerce.